0: hi uh, my name is daisy and i am reciting nature poetry today and the title of my poem is symbiotic relationships here it goes when you look at woods you see the deciduous opulent crowns invading each other's spaces but the real action is down here in these woody roots anchoring lateral roots Expanding along the crown's radius. gnarled with other roots exposed like intertwined lovers. Talking through porous soil, promising symbiotic relationships. Oops, did you hear us whispering? A sweet nothing fungus here and a whistle of mulch there. It is official. Your sugary woods are my breathing tubes. Clasp me like always. I am nothing without you. I am rooting on you.
1: I am rooting for you. Hello everyone. I am Pratnaya Kulkarni. The name of my poem is Bas Pariwar Satnibatahe Hai, Jo saath Hai. Language Hindi. Bas Pariwar Satnibatahe Hai, Jo Hamishya Saatnebaata Hai. Chahe Khushiyo Ka Ho Ya Ghana Ho. Ye hi Hai, jo याद करो वो लंबे जब खुशियों ने मोहर लगाई थी वो परिवार ही था जिसके चेहरे पे मुस्कान चाही थी याद करो वो लंबे जब नसीब ने ठोकर मारी थी वो परिवार ही था जिसने हाथ धाम कर फिर से उम्मीद दिखाई थी घटी मिट्टी नोक हर परिवार का हिस्सा है अपने अपने तरीके से सुलचाओ ना ये सर्वजनिक किस्सा ह अपन अपन तरीक स ना य सरवजनिक किससा ह छोटे से छोटे लंबों को याद करके देखो परिवार के हर शख्स का किरदार नजर आएगा यकीनन फिर हर एक शख्स पैर का हकदार नजर आएगा परिवार के बिना अधूरी हर एक खुशी है परिवार के बिना अधूरा जिंदगी का सफर है ही नहीं बल्कि है वो जिनकी उनका परिवार है क्योंकि बस परिवार ह
2: Good morning to everybody. This is Dr. T. Ramesh Pogo working as Assistant Professor on a half Basis the de- in the Department of Humanities and Social Sciences, JNTVA College of Engineering, Pulivendula. Welcome to Audio Story and Poetry Carnival. First of all I would like to thank Litroma Publishing Services for organizing such a wonderful program. Now I would like to tell about my short story. The title of the story is Who Killed My Better Half? Karim Khan was a cycle mechanic and he has been running a small shop since 1995 with the support of his two sons in Anantapur, Andhra Pradesh. His elder son was Jahangir and younger one was Rafi. His both sons were studying and in the evening time they used to support him as they followed their father's footsteps. They got the fruit of their labors at the end of the day and were happy. As days were rolling on, the demand for the usage of cycles had been reduced and most of his customers updated their mode of transportation from cycles to new bikes. Due to losing his regular customers day by day, Karim's business had been collapsing and the income was inadequate to run the family smoothly and one big happy family got disturbed. One morning, Karim Khan called his elder son Jahangir and asked him to stop his education, as it was getting difficult to pay the college fees for both of them. Jahangir thought for a while and he was aware of his family conditions, so he obeyed to his father's words words, and decided to do sacrifice. Karim Khan had felt pride and joy with the decision of his elder son. But he could not do anything rather than to accept the fate. His younger son Rafi came to know about the decision of his father and brother. He, He too had worried about his brother's decision and future. But Rafi couldn't digest the situation. He pleaded his brother to pursue his education along with him. Then Jahangir explained the family troubles and convinced Rafi. Jahangir asked his brother to do promise not to repeat this discussion ever again in future. Rafi was a blind student and he secured first class in the degree and his family conditions were not supporting to do post-graduation. Meanwhile, Karim Khan's brother-in-law, who was from the same district, told with him that there was a contractual job for his younger son in a Marwa office. The sky was the limit for Karim Khan's happiness on listening the news. Immediately he called his younger son and asked him to follow his uncle's instructions to join the job. Rafi followed his uncle's words and got the job within a month. He adjusted to get his feet up, feet under the table. Soon he was able to send money to his family and made his father to put his feet up. After two years, Karim Khan de- determined to do marriage to his elder son and began searching for the proposals. Soon he got a good proposal from Bangalore Karnataka. Jahangir was the blue-eyed one, so the proposal got set and wedding took with Salima from Bangalore. Jahangir's mother-in-law requested Karim Khan to send his son to the city as more work would be available in the city. Karim Khan also thought that was a good idea, so he asked Jahangir to migrate his family to Bangalore city. Jahangir sat on the fence without taking decision then his father convinced him and explained that he couldn't take him under his wing anymore. Then Jahangir thought that it was time to finish, uh, time to fish or cut, by, cut bait to stay back or to move the city for more opportunities. So he agreed with his father and the new couple wanted to begin a new life in shelter half nearby of Kiarpuram in Bangalore, Karnataka state. As Jahangir was well-versed with cycle repairing only and he was the breadwinner to, to the family. So he started to establish a small cycle repairing shop near to his house but it became a burden for him to take a shop for lease in the city. So he borrowed one lakh rupees with his brother's friend and started the business to sweat blood. Seeming the days rolled quickly and his business was also running smoothly. Meanwhile Jahangir's wife Salima conceived and by receiving the news Jahangir felt he was in the seventh heaven The news was shared with his parents and they too felt happy Karim Khan had uh, Karim Khan told with Jahangir that they would soon visit Bangalore to perform Simantam ceremony to his daughter-in-law Meanwhile the Indian government had announced lockdown nationwide So Jahangir and his wife tried to move from Bangalore city to Anantapur, but no means of transportation was available. Jahangir and his wife postponed their travel during the lockdown. One week was completed and second week was running, a few more provisions left over for the current week. Jahangir was a self-owner due to lockdown. He had not opened his cycle shop and he had not gained money and his wife was pregnant, so he had to feed her at least with some fruits. He felt very bad about his situation and thought about the upcoming week because he had to pay the rent for the house and shop. Now at present, one thousand and sixty rupees left over with him to manage house and for purchasing provisions needed for urgency in the situation. Jahangir took out provisions list from his left pocket and looked at it for a while and reached the provisions shop. He filtered the list and ordered for 5 kg of rice, 1 kg turdal, dal, 1 salt packet and 1 litre oil packet. The total bill was 460 rupees. Then he moved on to the fruit vendor and ordered for 1 dozen banana and 1 kilogram of oranges. It costed 146 rupees. The remaining amount left over with Jahangir was 460 rupees. He wanted to be hurried to reach the house and his wife was waiting for him because she might be feeling hungry. So as soon as he stepped in, in, she took the provisions and started cooking immediately. They had their lunch and started discussion about future and how they had to spend the coming days with leftover money. So Jahangir informed the situation to his father Karim Khan. Karim Khan asked them to come back to home. Jahangir and his wife decided to sink or swim to go Anantapur the following morning. Once again the Indian government extended the lockdown and strictly implemented the orders, and Karnataka government was not allowing people to in and out of the city. Jahangir couldn't get outside. The situation was very serious. They had to postpone their travel again. They adjusted with the leftover money and finally 60 rupees with them with him. There was no solution to stay back there in the city or they could not go to their hometown because money was not enough to reach the destination. Then the situation of, situation of Jahangir was between devil and deep sea. What to do? He questioned himself and asked his wife too. After a long brainstorming session, he decided to go on foot. But how about his wife? She told that she was ready to walk. walk. But we were pregnant, Jahangir said. Salima said, Allah is there, he will help us. Let us start today, she said. Jahangir calculated as it was country mile between Bangalore to Anantapur. It was nearly 246, 40 kilometers. Jahangir wanted to jump the gun and raised the luggage on head and started walking slowly along with his pregnant wife. By the evening, they reached the Alahanka and Salima was getting thirsty and overwrought so Jahangir bought water packets for her to quench her thirst. Meanwhile a few more migrant workers joined with them and started walking as it was getting night and others are moving fast but Salima being a pregnant uh, she couldn't move fast so Jahangir said with Salima that it could be better to stay for that night in nearby village. They reached the nearby village but the village people wouldn't allow them to enter so they took rest on the roadside by drinking water packets as as if it was their dinner for that night next day early morning they began walking and walking by afternoon they reached Chippalapur Jahangir bought four bananas and gave for his wife but she took two and asked Jahangir to eat remaining after one hour rest, started walking slowly as it was mis- uh, mis- uh, midsummer. The sun was very hot and Salima got swooned due to heat. Jahangir lifted her on his arms and moved slowly, lack of energy due to dog days of summer. By the evening, they reached Baghpalay highway. Then they couldn't step more because both got tired and wanted to take rest. As it was near to Andhra Pradesh border, just 20 kilometers away, so Jahangir wanted to move with full throttle. Slowly he lifted his wife and moved. Finally, by the night, they entered the Andhra border and reached the Kodikonda checkpost. There on roadside, they were talking, they were taking rest by looking at the situation. An old lady offered a cot for Salima and asked them to take rest for that night. As she was alone, she had finished her dinner and very little quantity of food left over, so she asked Salima to eat because she was pregnant. Jahangir also pleaded her to eat, not for her, at least for her, for the baby inside. So he, so she ate and went to bed. The following day morning, they thanked the old lady for the help and started their journey. As there was inadequate food, so there was no energy left with both of them. That day, the sun was too strong and Salima was unable to move and getting thirsty and couldn't walk. But slowly, Jahangir dragged her and moved on forcibly. As it was afternoon, it was very hot and due to excess of heat, she was bleeding and blood running on her legs. She was screaming by looking at blood. Jahangir was shocked and got confused what to do there on the deserted road. From there, nearly 5 kilometers away Penugonda. so he lifted his wife and moved quickly. As his legs were trembling and he was running in a jig way and moving on and moving on, he got tired. Suddenly, she was not making any sound, so he stopped and shouted, Ji Salima, Ji Salima, look at me, look at me. But there was no sound. Salima died. Salima had died due to heavy blood loss. Jahingir had got trepidation and fear. Suddenly he started shouting at God. Why he had done like that for the poor guy. Meanwhile, passers-by had seen the situation and made a call to the ambulance and arrangements to take the body to the hometown. If somebody had arranged something to travel a little earlier, Salima could be alive. But she was no more. Due to Corona lockdown, a beautiful life of his wife and a new life without seeing the world were ended. Jahangir's life had been devastated by losing her, losing his pregnant wife. Poverty is the most dangerous disease than any other disease on the earth. It was proved with this incident. Whose fault was there in losing losing her life Salimas, Jahangirs, their parents, government are public. It has to be decided by God, if existed. Thank you. Thanks for listening. To short story. Ramesh is signing
3: off.
4: शुरू करती, अमान लिखा एक टिकोबीता, नाम दिए ची, शोमान नववर्षो, आमी, गार्कीशनन। आज पिथातर जोरी, आवाज़ हवाई शोमान, की बात होनी, की बात आर गरीब शांतन, कोरोनार भाए, आज घर बंदी, हवाई त्रास चोटे नी कारुरी आज नोतुन वस्त्रों नेको आज कारुर मांडा मिठाई खावर बाहार बंदूक हरे अबोशिशे जुच्चे शवर दुमोछो दुबलाहार कोतो पुती ग्रंथे आचे जेलेखा कोतो वीदे के बोलेगा छे कथा राखते नहीं औषामानो और अच्छा कथा औल ना है হয় না কখনজন তো বকি কখন লিখেছে তোদের মনে ভয় ফিরেছ কি মানুষ হওয়ার একটিও ধাপ ভেবেছিস কোনোদিন তোদের নিও খেলবে একদিন সময় তোদের জন্য এটাই ছিল না আবার যে পতন এখনও হলো না তোদের বোঝা চোখটা খুলে একি বার দেখ রে তোরা শিক্ষা দিতে তোদেরাজে মায়ের চোখেও জল এবারে নয় একবার তোরা মানুষ হয়ে মানুশি রবি বল মন্দির সবকে করবি তোরা যত্ন পৃথিবী দেখবি আবার আসতে হচ্ছে ঠিক आगे মতন शुस्तो शबूज, शुत्तो शुन्तर, शबार हाशी थे प्रान जल, ठीक जैमन, आधार रातेर पर, दिन्ता, शदा युद्जल, देना, देना चोरिये, ए प्रिथी बिते, शुधुई, भालो बाशार, स्पर्शो, देखिश, देखिश थकन, शुदो एक दिन ना है, पूरु जीवन
0: Hi, my name is Daisy, and I'm reciting nature poetry today, and the title of this poem is "The Clarity." So here it goes: The turquoise waters splash in sea- foam green and varying teal. The wind rustles past the blushing spume, swirling in crispy broth on the sandy beach. The calm, salty moisture, Wreaking havoc on my curls, the nostrils smell the salt crunch, the grains between the toes exfoliate my thoughts, and the oasis of serenity, the ocean stir clarity inside me, I have never been the same.
3: Namaskar, Amanam. Jubaki Shannal शान्नाल आमे एक आमार मा गार्गी शान्नालेर कोभी ता बोल्छी फेड अफिसर छोद्दी भाई फेड अफिसर छोद्दी भाई, भाई। एम नी नायत शान्तो बे तार्जे केउ कोखन नो की जानतो दीब्बी थाकें बिछाना ते शुए मिम्मी के ब्यूरिये काल ते केतार फीजे होलो हटात हो देखी घुमों घुमोनो क्यालो पालते शकाल होलो पिंगे पाखी रखे चिप मामा रो घूम भांगलो एक बार तो तू ही माँ चुक्ता खोल कोठार शौकाल ये तो एक होनो हाथ पांचुरे चुक्ती बुझे शब्द निर्देशे पकड़े Goal, Goal, Namaskar.
5: Presenting Dr. Perugu Ramakrishna. This poem is for Rama Audio Poetry Series. Thank you Rama Publication for getting this wonderful thought of presenting the poets in audio. Carnival. The title of my poem is To which land this sand belongs This fistful of earth in my hand Can you tell me of which country and land Take a piece of smile and boil on fire Try turning it into a drop of tear. Imprisoned in the riddle of falsity when you remain like a tree solitary never comes true your green reverie. Imprisoned in the riddle of falsity when you remain like a tree solitary never comes true your green reverie as long as synthetic camaraderies walk hand-in-hand hand with smiles dry oceans between man and man never dry as long as synthetic camaraderies walk hand-in-hand hand with smiles dry oceans between man and man never dry try ever changing your colors and livery For selfish gains in life, movie, you still find your history rooted to earth through your feet firmly. But when you try to see beyond your land, your sky, your creed, caste and your blood, you sure will find a benevolent great new world. Waiting keen for you with stretched out hands. Waiting keen for you with stretched out hands. Stop flowing like burning lavas of ill will. Try the way a cuckoo's soothing trill moistens the desiccated desert's gullet, and a dewdrop gleams hope on a marriage sill. It's all yours, this whole universe. It's all yours, this whole universe. Embrace it all between the earth and the heavens. Paint a portrait of a new human countenance. That is knife of knives, landmines and guns. And knows just love, love and love alone. To make at last the human to win, his old phenomenon as true human. That is a knife of knives, land mines and guns, and knows just love, love and love alone. To make at last the human to win, his old phenomenon as true human. His old phenomenon as true human. Jai Hin. The title of my second poem is Line of Control. Let us conquer controls on that line and join heartbeats to create a new breath. Let us bridge a passage of peace through blood-drills and rancor lavas. Let us conquer controls on that line and join heartbeats to create a new breath. Let us bridge a passage of peace through blood-drills and rancor lavas. Although that path let us adorn with touching human warmth and fondness lost, and garnish with fragments of rainbow smiles and friendly hellos. Let us cull out in our dialect of speaking eyes, tracing down lines between man made phonations. Remember, words only broke life singular and placed on two sides of one bitter line, As two contentious souls in continuous grouse, one race into two sparing enemies. Let us call out in our dialect of speaking eyes, raising down lines between man-made phonations. Remember, words only broke life singular and placed on two sides of one bitter line. As two contentious souls in continuous grouse, one race into two sparing enemies. Two plus two. See, we have four hands with twenty fingers, just enough to sow seeds of roses erasing between two nations lines of hatred wines of slain innocence 2 plus 2 see we have four hands with the 20 fingers just enough to sow seeds of roses a between two nations lines of hatred wines of slain innocence jai Hin, thank you so much
1: Hello everyone, I am Pradna Kulkarni. Name of my story is Driving to the Forest. Language, English. One day, I was travelling to my hometown by car. But due to some reason, the route was blocked. So I had to take another route which was via forest. As there was no other option, I started travelling along that route. It was dark now and raining as well. There was nobody on the road. I was listening to music. Suddenly, I saw a woman in the rear view mirror sitting on the back seat. I stopped the car and looked back and there was nobody in the car. I was a little scared and moved to start the car and now she was beside me. I was shocked. Suddenly, someone knocked on my window. I looked at the window and almost dropped it. The same woman was knocking on my window. I was shaking and somehow I started the car and drove it with full speed but there was a dead end ahead. I took a reverse and drove the car with max speed. My hands were shaking, I was sweating and my heartbeat was so fast that even I was able to listen it. But a strange thing is the way by which I entered in the forest was also showing a dead end now. I was caught in the forest. I was caught by a ghost and my heart stopped beating permanently.
2: Good morning to everybody. This is Dr. Tira Reddy, working as assistant professor in the Department of Humanities and Social Sciences, JNTVA College of Engineering, Pulivendula. Now I would like to recite a poem. The title of the poem is A half of an struggle for an education. I became half an at three. My mother struggled to bring up. I decided to overcome stumbling blocks realizing opportunities for life altering challenges heavier to my age than getting education seemed mirageous in desert being away to mother and staying at cattle shed working in palm Thirty shop at twilight raised funds myself for my education wearing patched shirts and pants carrying books moving to school, walking barefoot well 10 miles per day, quenching hungry with water at midday, sometimes eating shared food of soulmates, learned education under the lampshades. Thank you. Thanks for listening.
6: Chithi, kubhi shivali abriti अभी निवेदिता शुनकुटा चिटी। शुद्धतो एक टी मत्रु पोस्टकार्ड, खाम बा नीलरंगा इनलंड मत्रु झुली थे के कोई एक टी उपखोर शब्दो भाषा আমি একা ঘরে বসে বসে নিঝু মগ্নতা ফিরে bar ছুটে যাই অলস দুপুরে পোস্টম্যান এলে বলি আছে নাকি আমার কোন চিঠি আছে शेखर যখন শাখা পোশাকা ছেরা তখন আমি ভাবি কেন মরি দুপুর গিয়ে আসে शेष we can't wait to get it. We can't wait to get it. We can't wait আজ। আমার বাবা ওমার I was over and over. No, my Gosh is a young man, This makes me village's prince You young man We last sunshine ऐ मैं तो ये पागल ना की छबाई जो कुन प्रश्न करे मैं वे कोरिश्त की चाकरी बाकरी निदेन बुखे बाप शपती फुने चीज़ तो बानी जे बहुत ही हो 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 घर घरे बाटा कोई जख्म जुरा जुरी माधुहै बोलते होलो यार की एक टुअद्दू पोत्तू लिखी शब्दों ने एक हलाकूरी एक टुकाटी एक टु, टु जुड़ी हवा तो कुन की हिचे बोले उठे ऐ में तो ही पागोल नकी शालिकर शब्द किचिर बोल न शुनी पुरिश तकी अल्त गए टुक्के मेरे ब्रिष्टिये से भीजी दे बोले शोध भाई बोल देखी तोर काज तकी आमी तक खून फिश फिशी बोलती थकी पुत्तु लिखी पुत्तु लिखी की जो हवा Hashtag the home jury. me. Naki me. Naki. Hey Me Naki
7: Hi I'm Mira. And here is a story that I have written with the title Yakshi in us is yet to sleep The Yakshi in me finds it hard to sleep I have been writing in many genres But there are these yearnings and wantingness in me to paint a conversation between the mythological characters They are still living on this earth Did I say that? I did Like you Even I was presupposing that they have all moved to the heaven and we can only feel them in the words edged in the books. But the woman in me, whom I realized is the Yakshi in me, is never being herself. There is always a question, who am I? Why do I be the way I am? I want to fight. It's not about not being satisfied, but about craving for a change. It's about our right to be heard, let alone the equality, because it starts from the home and expecting the same outside is again a can yearning. And most importantly, the silence in me is churning the rage, which is deep seated enough in the ocean floor to cause tsunami, earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. Is it alone I thinking this way or you to think the same way? And this is making me think, that Mother Sita and Draupadi are still on this earth. And they feel the same way like we do and the Yakshi has been following within us for centuries, generation after generation. Today, I am unable to hear what the human or an animal could speak. But I am hearing few voices. I kept searching where is it coming from. But in few minutes, I was on a spell and I would love to be in the spell for lifelong. I heard, I heard about them from my grandmother in the stories and it's for the first time they are speaking in my mind. I heard Sita and Draupadi speaking in my mind and their only request was I listen to them because the Yakshi in them is still awake. From here on, I am going to be a listener and take you along with me to that world which chose to revisit us today. There is one thing I wish to caution you that they are in a reach and their conversation shifts between the present and the past. I am hearing a voice. Looks like it's from the core of the earth. As sweet as nectar, yet ferocious like a lion Oh, it's Mother Sita. I'm still finding it difficult to travel upward from this earth. I'm struck in the molten lava. Monsoon? I feel it only in the words today. As I have lost it in Methila, yawns back. Mother Kali turned her, her face in our palace when Ram had visited her. Little did I know about my plight of all the exiles in my life and till date I am searching for that peace. I am the same Sita, finding ways to my home as I am still stranded in the middle and today I feel the foot in years of exile was much more peaceful than where I am now on this beautiful vasundara. Pardon me that I have to take back the adjective. Is this the situation faced by me alone? I would like to say that it is also with my sister who was born years after and I meant Panchali. I have been trying my best to come out but all in vain. Let me dust the soil on my body. It would have been easy if it was earth in pieces alone but I am carrying the blood stain on me. How will I clear this? Will Bhishma's mother the Ganga cleared this impurity struck on me. I would not trouble her with my worries. She has been in a similar state from the time Bhagiratha brought her down to the earth. I wish to stop my journey and move on, but how will I? There I see my sister still lying in the foothill of the Himalayas. She was travelling along with her five husbands to the Mount Sumeru after the Mahabharata war and after handing over the throne to the successor. The first to die was Draupadi in the hotel, followed by four Pandavas. And it was only Yudhishthira who could reach the pinnacle after the death. When would I, Sita, when would she, the Draupadi, reach the pinnacle? The Yakshi in us is not sleeping. It's a sleep deprived situation and it's all your sins making us walk on this blood. I want to pause with my thoughts. Because I want to hug my sister and offer her my shoulder. She has not spoken a word after Mahabharata war. The tears from her eyes are still flowing like a flood. Not because of what happened with her ages back in the middle of the Hastinapura court. The ignoble act of Vastraharan. But the same irony repeating in the so-called Kali Yuga with her daughters and granddaughters. Will Krishna send his threat weave even today to safeguard? I'm sure he would, but where is he? Looks like he has been locked in the idols for worshipping him during the Janmashtami every year. Don't go with the soaps in the media by the many directors, because Krishna too was a human who suffered like us and carried the curse of Mother Gandhari till his last breath. His entire clan was reduced to ashes. I wish he was here, to establish the Dharma again as he promised Arjuna in the war. Maybe you want to hear more. I wish to bring Draupadi along, but why am I finding it difficult to move? I have been waiting for that day when I can meet my sister. I have sent Ravan to convey that I am coming over to meet her, but seems like my voice is getting feeble. Maybe that I cannot meet her. But at least let me allow her soul to talk to you. She is still in the impression that I am coming over to meet her. Oh Mother Sita, I wish I can carry your message to Mother Draupadi. Seeing your current situation, I can only welcome Mother Draupadi to speak in my mind. And I am waiting to hand over my mind space to her now. A feeble voice I hear, and I guess it's traveling from the Himalayas. Can you hear my voice? Can you hear my voice? I have been speaking my lungs out. Is Sita there? I am eagerly waiting to see her or the least to be in your mind to share our thoughts. I'm happy that Sita is coming over to see me today and wishing she travels safe. My worries are not about Ravan and Sayodana's soul doing the rounds, but it's the human in you. Today, they, whom you still call as the villain in your stories, are standing as a god to me and Sita. They do have souls. Well, they have soul. I have been living in this debris for ages, waiting for my vehicle to heaven. I thought at least one of the five would come over but it's an expectation bubble that would only burst. I do have my bit of companions. How can I miss? How can I miss few of them who have been giving me company for several years? Yes, the constant fight for a piece of white-clad land by the neighbor who is yet to realize that they are fighting over their mother. Also the constant wrecking folks who have been placing their first steps on me. This apart I can only hear my sister Sita weeping, that wail which can bring volcanic eruptions, tsunami and earthquakes. I wish I can walk to her, but I'm held here. She promised to see me today, and I'm just excited to meet her. It's ages that we met, but how will she walk on the blood to meet me? And how will I move from this white clad land, when you have built the fence on my body to create two states? Sometimes, sometimes I feel I can tolerate the freezing temperature of my natural environs, but not the chills you have given me under my spines. When will your fight end? And how long you want me to be submerged in this ice? Can you hear my voice? How would you? When your seniors failed in the middle of the court, when I was dragged with only one piece of sari left on my body, they say my body was menstruating in your mythological books. I would say I am bleeding even today. Yes, my soul is bleeding even today. Do you want me to flip the news in the newspapers or the debates with four to five of you fighting over baseless aspects in the name of reality shows and acting like people's voice? I wish the Gangotri from the glacier can wash the stains. Alas, how can she, as she herself is bleeding in your reverse? Do Mother Ganga like other rivers flows to meet the sea but she is unable to flow peacefully as she's carrying all the impurities you left in her why would she not rage is it wrong to show that anger by us we women ha- oh how can i forget about the comparisons most of you have been making with my daughters yes when someone gets married more than once she is labeled as panchali what name should i give When you get married to a child, what name should I call you by when you force your husband rights on your wife? Believe me, I would proudly say I was married to five because all my men knew their lines and the line of control. What is it you follow? Following to you is following someone in the social media page and painting your walls with the tags and selfies. Is there a real happiness? I see you singing beyond the so-called allowed decibels only on August 15th every year. And in the other days, where does your patriotism go? Does it get lost in the jungles or in the coffin boxes? How many more coffin boxes do you plan to parcel to my daughters? You call others as a refugee and what about you in your own land? Does owning a piece of land and an educational qualification alone give you an identity in your card and name? Education is not only about paying the fees and putting your little developing roots in the tiered institutions. It's all about values and respect. Do you really give your ear to your children about what they wish to do or impose your dreams in them? Why not understand that they are part of you? They have their own mind and body. Why not allow their sight to do the research and exploration? I wish to pour out my soul. But why is that I hear a commotion outside? I so wish it is not yet another attack or a bomb shelling. I can hear two men speaking. Oh! Does Ravan talking to Siodhana asking if he can talk to me? Yes, I will. Why would I not? I still remember him pulling the vena strings, cascading the painful emotions of the human in his notes, and wondering where the Vedas vanished. Apart from what you read about him in your books, Ravan abducted Sita, I wish to draw to your attention that he was a maestro of Veena with great knowledge in six Shastras and four Vedas. It's his strings which keeps our mind peaceful at times. He's standing there tall and crowned and worrying about our situation. He also mentioned about him going on a penance for several years on his one foot for me and Sita to travel to the heaven. Yama was worried too. He not once but several times has come over to take us along, but all in vain. How can a mother leave her children alone? And that's the same with Sita. The old man in the white dhoti with a smile traveling, like the setting sun's rays, was waiting to share the news. But I could see the restlessness in him. Siyodhana, realizing Ravan's situation, tried making him calm. Ravan made a loud cry. Mother Sita was safe in Ashokavana in Sri Lanka and today I am scared to get her out here in your Bharata Varsha. Oh Mother Draupadi, I am sorry that yet again I failed to bring her along. The safety of woman or woman empowerment is still story written on the water. I am worried about all the daughters living on this earth. What about the knowledge of four Vedas, which are just a piece of quotes in the pages? Where have those value lessons and respect for the women, children, elderly have gone? Is it only on the Women's Day occasion they respect you all? Oh Mother Durga, wait not for another day. Don't you wait for Vijay day to kill the perpetrators. Please give us the power to win over this battle to set peace. But Mother, I would not ask you to come as it is not a safe place, it's unsafe even for you. He looked like a crying child looking for his mother. And at last I managed to move an inch after several years, which brought Ravan and Suyodhana's tears rolling down. I realized their helplessness. I realized their helplessness and them blaming themselves for the current happenings on the earth wish we can rewrite the stories but that isn't the solution from pregnancy ta's exile to the jungle to me being pulled to the middle of the court by the Kauravas as an object nothing has changed in the name of revenge and promises we were and are still a puppet and a brand to men maybe some are leading a safe life but my question is how long How long are they sure of the safety bubble and are they for safe within the four walls? Why am I feeling our death was far better? Maybe it was because of our mother Vasundra to cradle us back to the heavens. Did I say heaven? No. We are still hanging here in between the earth and the heaven and have been watching all of you. We remember seeing the Maya Shakti before Krishna was born and can relate to the Shakti force behind men even today the game of dice and why not relate it to the current political maze? Never in my life can I forget the travel of the invisible thread weave around me like a beehive that day in the middle of the cold, And can I not relate that to a thread-like strength of a bond between a brother and a sister today? Where is that sibling bond? An irony, I see my daughters and granddaughters in a similar plight even today. Nothing is left on this earth that I haven't seen in my life. I was labelled as a common share and why is it that it never made you think that a Sita lived in Draupadi too and you believe that both of us live in each and every girl born on this earth. How many times you have compared a so-called silent girl with Sita? But are you aware of the tsunamis of emotions hidden in her? Sometimes only once married girl is Sita, someone beyond that you know number as a Panchali Why such comparison? Let me ask you one more question. Why act like a saint when you couldn't even spare a little child? What about that heinous act by four men dragging that little girl into the running bus to quench their thirst in the name of power? Were they punished or provided with a sewing machine to create a livelihood? How's that petty thefts are blown out in the media and someone who defaults the loan and finance payments are allowed to escape the country saving all their stained money in their accounts? My mind is just back from the art gallery where they have displayed a stained small frock, mentioning even she wasn't spared. Don't ever say you see God in a child. Never think we are powerless. Don't think we only know how to light a candle, but we can bring that fire, too, to kill. Don't you ever think that Sita and I have traveled back to heaven and leading a peaceful life. You all have made us rethink that Ravan and Siyodhana were better. Yes, they acted insane, though. In the name of good winning over evil, we only see you burning effigies of Ravan, but how and when do you plan to burn those millions of sadistic desires in your heart? Today, today I want to hold your neck and ask more questions, but I need to move back. It's the situation all the time and today again I couldn't meet Sita. It's been two months since I heard these conversations. The Yakshi is not letting me sleep and that's when I thought of sharing their thoughts here. Is it only the thoughts of Mother Sita and Draupadi or our thoughts too? I somehow feel this would have been with Mother Gandhari and Kunti too. I wish I could bring them to this earth in my words. I believed and will continue to hold this belief. That we all have the sita and draupadi in us yes we all have that sita and draupadi in us the yakshi in us is yet to sleep
5: presenting Sri Jai mitro
3: i say on this marathon.
6: Under
3: the dust, my surfaces start to rust. Both lands have begun to cross. Still,
2: i what one I built with fuss. Hence, I built this land of sand. Sand has even turned to dust. This land was so green,
6: was oh so. so, so green. We green was so pristine. Now it just cannot
2: be seen.
3: Thank you.